you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor and to proclaim liberty to captives. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Holy Spirit, and news of him spread throughout the whole region. He taught in their synagogues and was praised by all. He came to Nazareth, where he had grown up, and went, according to his custom, into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read and was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He unrolled the scroll and found the passage where it is written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Jesus reading from the scriptures of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Rolling up the scroll, he handed it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue looked intently at him. He said to them, Today this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke highly of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. As you know, a few months ago I was in the Holy Land for a few weeks, and as I'm reading this scripture this morning, I recall being in the house that they think was Joseph's house, where Jesus, Mary, and Joseph lived. What they have left are the foundations of it, and of course on top is the church of St. Joseph, and the complex is is called the Complex of the Annunciation, because the Basilica is very close to that, and I was able to celebrate Mass there at the church in the Complex of St. Joseph. And you recall the foundation, the house that Jesus grew up in. It's not there, the foundation is there, it's stone, and it's the foundation of a typical house of that period in Nazareth. But to read Nazareth and to remember being there Awesome, awesome experience. And every time I, I think of the scriptures, I think how none of them since I, my trip to the pilgrimage to Holy Land 
were ever the same. The, the way I read them is never the same. It's always inspired by the visual memory I have. We didn't see that synagogue, but we saw a synagogue in Capernaum, the foundations again, and the Capernaum is where uh, they believed St. Peter lived, and right adjacent to that is a synagogue. And of course, Jesus, being a good Jew, did what Jews do. He visited his hometown, and he went to the synagogue. And what was typical of the current teacher or rabbi to get up in front and the, of the bima, which is like the lectern, and read the scripture of the day. And he reads this. I don't know if he turned to this or it was given to him and he read it, but how perfect it applies to him. This is Jesus going about his ordinary life. Now, of course, we're in the season of Christmas. Historically, if we go back, Jesus is an adult. Christmas is way past that. But because we are subject to calendars, we, we recall the season of his birth and the, the visitation of the Magi, and of course, coming Sunday is the baptism. But in his time, he went to the desert already. At this point, he had already been baptized. Scriptures refer to that. And he's doing ordinary things that a good Jewish guy would do. He went back to his hometown, visited his neighbors. Now, Luke is very sensitive to Jesus when he talks about what he did here in the temple. I mean, you realize that he picks up the scripture from Isaiah. He reads it. It's being projected into the future. This is written like 600 BC. He's reading into the future. And he says, my servant is coming. Now, this is Isaiah. He has no, he has no idea who Jesus is. He's just inspired to do the writings as the Holy Spirit inspires him to do it. My servant has come. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Okay, this is the guy who is identified as uh, the coming Messiah, uh, the special one of God, the Son of God, but we don't know exactly when Isaiah is writing this what he was thinking. So that's why Jesus becomes the fulfillment of the Scriptures when the authors of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John go back into the Scriptures, the scrolls, they unroll the same scrolls, and they say, look, this is in reference to Jesus, because Jesus was anointed by God. Jesus brought glad tidings to us. Jesus proclaimed liberty. Jesus gave sight to the blind. Jesus freed the oppressed. Wow, this must be Jesus, having been predicted by Isaiah centuries before he came on the scene. And we believe that today, too. We, we still hold on to that that Jesus is this, this, the fulfillment of the scriptures. And many of the scriptures talk about someone who will be Jesus, but they don't know it's Jesus when they're writing it. The, the prophets don't know this. You understand that. There's no great um, earth-shattering revelation that they write about Jesus who's going to be born in Judah, in Bethlehem someday. No. They just write what they're inspired to write. And that, that should apply to us. In our prayer life, we don't have to have an agenda when we pray. We just sit with God and pray. What does that mean? Think of God. Think of what you need him to look at. Think of what you, each of us, should be doing that day. Prayer is putting ourselves in the presence of God. And here Jesus is teaching us how to be ordinary people. He was an ordinary guy 
word made flesh, I don't know at what point in his development, he died around 30, 35, I don't know what point in that developmental period of his life he had the consciousness of being God. We don't know that. We, we just don't know. There's so many references to him calling himself Son of Man, which means that special one of God, and he's being referred to as the Messiah. But we don't know that. But all we did know, he was following his, his calling. And as he followed his ordinary, in his life, calling, it comes to reveal itself that the calling is from God the Father, and the message is to the Messiah. So, as we go along in life, hopefully, through reflection, we become more aware of who we are. As I look around here, no one here is a teenager, so everyone in this group is or young or adults. If you look back, if any of us look back on our lives, did you really know you'd be sitting here today in 2020? Did you ever think that'd be a 2020? There's so many things that we have no idea what's going to happen down the line. But yet, if we find ourselves here in the house of God, we're meant to be here. We were called to be here. You're not working, you're not on the beach, you're not doing other things. You chose to be here in the house of God. Why? Because through prayer and reflection, all of us are responding to the voice of God within us. Quote, the Spirit of God. So we share the same Holy Spirit that Jesus Christ shared. And when he comes on the scene and says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, he's reading Isaiah, but the Spirit of the Lord was upon him. The Spirit of the Lord did hover over him in the Jordan River when he was baptized. He has the Holy Spirit with him as he's going through life. And believe me, you and I experience the Holy Spirit the same way he did. When we're in prayer and we're reflecting and we're acting out of charity and love, as that first reading very clearly says, John's reading, we love God because he first loved us. And if we act by saying I love someone and really hate someone else, that, 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 that doesn't work. It, it tilts. You can't say I love God and hate my neighbor. I don't care if you hate, your neighbor's a Jew or Muslim, an atheist, a bum, whatever that is. It doesn't matter. You hate that person, you hate God. So we go back to the scriptures and we appreciate the power of the Holy Spirit upon us to clarify our minds, to give us correct corrections, to help us reflect on who Jesus is and why we're here today, 2020, worshiping him at our parish church. T-Mobile is your new choice in coverage and value, and we've got an exclusive offer for your town. Introducing the Hometown Discount. Switch to T-Mobile and you get 25% off qualifying new lines for life. That's 25% off unlimited talk, text, and data for the life of your plan. 
Head to T-Mobile and save big today. At participating stores for a limited time, visit T-Mobile.com slash hometown discount. Discount stops if you cancel lines. Heavy data users and customers on lower prioritized plans may notice lower speeds during congestion due to data prioritization. Video typically streams at 40p. <laughs> the moment you realized you were mistaking your kids for co-workers? Okay, team, I'm uh, taking my 15 now. Taking 15 what? Was the moment you knew it was time to get back to work. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, our simple, customizable search tool lets you search for part-time, full-time, and even work-from-home jobs, so you can find a job that fits your lifestyle. Get started now at CareerBuilder.com.